This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Jcast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. It is Thursday the 16th of December 2021. This is episode 189. Damon, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a place of, um, Yeah, hey. Um, your parents are there. Your parents are in the house. Is this the first time you're doing a podcast with your parents in the house? That's right. I was just saying to you off the air, this is the first time I've seen them since I started this podcast. Last time I saw them was, I want to say, April 2018. Wow. I wish I could say the same thing about my (laughs) (laughs) in-laws. I take that in a fucking heartbeat. You kidding me? Oh, wow. So, I mean, it has to be, I don't know if it's strange, but like it has to be strange, right? I mean, your mom and dad yeah. are there. Yeah, it's kind of surreal. I mean, obviously, I talk to them a lot on uh, WhatsApp video calls and stuff. So that, in, in some way, makes it feel like you have actually been seeing them regularly. But mm. there's just so many false starts and you know, COVID and things getting cancelled and just little hurdles that have been flying up. I just part of me thought. You know what? Even if the the flights are booked, I just I won't get excited until they're at, like physically here. Right. And I got a text message in the middle of the night. They were supposed to, they they're flying over from London to Paris, and then Paris to Bangkok. Got a text message to the night saying, uh, "The our airplane, the from the Paris to Bangkok flight has a fault and can't take off." Oh my god! <laughs> when I saw that, I was just like, "Oh, for fuck's sake! This is not going to happen, is it?" The gods are against us. Yeah. But finally, they made it. They're here now. Um, the sleeping arrangements are all weird because now I'm sleeping on the floor in Esther's room. They're oh. sleeping in our bed. Oh. <laughs> and I'm recording this podcast in uh, on a dining table. So. Oh, my God. Are they, are, are they aware? We'll, we'll manage. Are they, are they aware that you're waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning doing a podcast talking about Japanese pro wrestling? Uh, yeah, my dad is. My mum's not really aware of <laughs> much, to be honest. <laughs> She doesn't even know but what okay, it is. Okay, no, do you want a little story about my, my yeah. dear mother? So yeah. she was asking me what, while she was in London, can I get you anything for Christmas? Is there anything you want? I've got a Nespresso coffee machine. So I said, I, I hear in the UK they've got these like flavoured Nespresso pods, like a gingerbread, gingerbread spice flavoured Nespresso pod. Sure. So I sent her a picture to it, sent a link. I was like, if you could get these, that would be awesome. So she turns up, she's like, okay, well, I couldn't get the Nespresso gingerbread oh. pods, but I found... Tassimo gingerbread pods. I brought those instead. I don't have a Tassimo machine. Yeah, but they're, they're gingerbread flavor. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Pour them in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the way my my mother's brain works. So. She doesn't know. I mean, she, she's not gonna know. You know what I mean? Like if I told Cheryl's mom to get me a fucking I don't know, and what would like a hard drive, like an external hard drive, or a uh, like they, they just give me gift cards because they don't know what the fuck to get me. Yeah, I'd be, yeah, give me a subscription to DraftKings or, I don't know, something, you know, 
maybe like I don't, I don't know what the fuck. And I, and here's the thing: I wouldn't want to put them through that. I was just like, just give me a fucking gift card. You know, you don't have to give me anything, really. To be quite frank, you don't get you know two nickels to rub together. Don't get me anything. You know what you could do? Just stay out of my house. That's what you could. <laughs> <laughs> just leave me the fuck alone. That would just, be the best dude, gift of all. That would be so great. That would be not only me, but leave Cheryl alone. Because they're the type of people that would text. Like, you know people who just love to just text bad news? Like, they're the fucking undertaker. Like, not Mark Ellis, but, you know, it's just like, you don't hear anything positive. Nothing great. Hey, this happened. To, oh, congratulations. No, no. It's always, the neighbor's cat died. Oh, well, why? Okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, Tommy's got a got a uh, ingrown toenail and has to go to the hospital. What? I don't care. I really find people annoying. <laughs> I really have, people are shit. I have no patience for whatsoever. Uh, hey, but I'm very happy that you uh, finally get to see your parents and, and your parents get to see the kids. It's fucking amazing. It's just amazing what we've gone through in this past, not we, all of us listening, all of our fine listeners, as well as us. It's amazing what we all have gone through. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, and I've been wrong many times, but correct me if I'm wrong. We're at the end of our fucking ropes. (laughs) We We can do no more. We have been vaccinated and we have been away from people and we have been it's uh, it's starting back again Joel is what I'm trying to tell you again it's starting back again you know there's like guidance to say let's not do don't you know if you you know look if you're not vaccinated you're on your fucking own but even if you're vaccinated there is some scuttlebutt of you know uh, you probably shouldn't have uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate, uh, just don't get that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me at this point? Like, what are we gonna do as, as a society at this point? Like, where are we? We've it's been two years, two year over two years. Add to that, what's New Japan gonna do? <laughs> I had to tell somebody not to come over to the house the other day because they weren't vaccinated. I had to make that hard decision. How did that go down? Are they like some kind of pretty easy? I was like, "We ain't fucking coming over." <laughs> I was like, "No, I was going to. We we're going to play poker." And uh, it was like a friend of a friend of a friend, so it's not a big deal. But I do some side work for the guy for their uh, their Google Ads account, and uh, I was like, "All right, you know, I'll, I'll see if he wants to play." And I just remember him being like a guy that was just like, mm, like. Very iffy on the on the vaccines, and he was like, uh, "I was like, hey, just let you know, uh, people that are coming over, they you know they take care of their parents, and they can't, you know, they're everybody's all vaxxed. He's like, oh, give me this fucking two paragraphs long about why he's not vaxxed. and I just put, "Okay, sorry, you can't make it." Boop, send. Fucking idiot. <sighs> Could have won a million dollars, not a million dollars, maybe a hundred bucks. But he lost that opportunity. Why? Not vaccinated. 
All right. So there's where we are with that. Should, should we apply similar restrictions to listening to this podcast? <laughs> nah. I mean, listen. Here's the thing. I've gotten to the point where it's like, um, like you're an adult. You're going to make a choice. But know that every choice that you make has consequences. Right? So, you know, if you're not, then you're going to be restricted in what you can do, where you can go, what you can enjoy. Because I'm already fucking restricted. But you're going to be that way. And that's just that just is what it's going to be. Like, at this point, is anybody going to change anybody's mind? No. You've, 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 either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. At, at this point, there is no... Well, I'm still on the fence. Well, no, you're not. Come on, stop. You're not just not going to do it. Um, and again, that's your choice. And I don't agree with that choice, but you're an adult. You made a choice. But know that it, your choice has consequences. So, all right. Man, I tell you what. Past couple shows, I've been fucking miserable, haven't I? I listened back to the last show. I was like, God damn. Whoever this guy is, he's a miserable fucking person. <laughs> you were really grumpy. I was. And I, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas is oh, around the corner. No. We've got Wrestle Kingdom to look forward to. And yeah. Well, I'm oh. just guessing that this show that you watched yesterday, this World Tag League Best of the Stupid Juniors final, might not have oh, boy. been <laughs> the medicine that we all hoped it would be to put you in a cheerful, festive. You know how I am demeanor. with you know how I am with va- un- the unvaccinated? This is exactly how I am with the fucking promotion at this point and the booking i'm just like what do whatever do whatever fuck you want to do why why am i why am i getting myself in a fucking tizzy over over the you know yo <laughs> you know what i mean like why they don't care obviously why the fuck do i <laughs> and the other best of the super juniors finalist was i don't know let's say yo <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Were, let's being that people come to listen to pro wrestling talk. A lot of people don't, but most people do. Um, just general overview. Did your head explode at the absolute? Yeah. Convoluted idea. Uh, they had so many paths to. And again, the the people who won, you know, whatever. We we know. Um. But they had so many paths to get there. Like, it just felt like you chose that. <laughs> That's how I felt at the end. I was like, you, I feel like you intentionally went out of your way to, to, to do that for whatever reason. But they chose those people to, 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 to expect me to be emotionally invested in. I, 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 I Joel, I laughed as if, like, like, well, uh, I don't. Why would I? Why am I doing this? Like, it was that kind of laugh of what the fuck am I watching here? What is this promotion? I said to you on WhatsApp, like this, this lineup with these top two. I mean, the whole card actually, but the top two: Yoshi Hashigoto versus Evo Nujiro, and then Hiromu versus Yo. That's like the kind of lineup you'd see on a show you know night seven in bipu middle of the tour you look at that and you think ah i'll give that one a miss right and that, that was the final right that's what they picked yeah they, they get to choose that yeah and that's what they picked that's the thing that's the that's the that's the crazy part about it again for the logistics of the tournament great you're gonna have matchups that aren't as sexy that's what they went with they went they, they put that on a piece of paper somewhere joel and went yep let's go with it that's that's money 
Away we go. I couldn't believe it. Chill, this promotion is I, – I, I, I really think it's, 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 it's a giant rib at this point. Like it's, it is a, just a giant fucking – somebody's just joking with us at this point. I promise you. And I you know listen, people already know, but you know, at this point, I guarantee it. Like the all right, Shibata, they uh, he announces he's he's going to return. Joel, his his opponent's going to be like Doc Gallows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they are going to find in a, in a blindfold, <laughs> iron claws in the right ladder match. Right, it is going to be like the, the biggest wet fart. Of all time. And you're just going to be like, what are they doing? It's going to be like uh, Shibata uh, returning. We, we are going to announce uh, his opponent. And it's like an envelope. Captain New Japan. <laughs> we'll be returning. <laughs> we'll be returning. Like, like I, I, that's what I expect at this point. Like I, that's, and then I'll, I'll tweet out like, "Oh, that's rubbish." And then people, Captain New Japan's good, actually. We yeah, haven't been yeah. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll have people be like, "Yeah, he's he's actually really good. He uh, works really hard." Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Oh Lord! But that's where we are. Like th- that's where I am with this. It's like I am expecting not not the worst. I'm expecting shenanigan levels of nonsense. Like I'm just, I'm just, I'm not looking at disappointment. I'm looking at, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's my, that's my level of, of excitement for Wrestle Kingdom. It's, I'm at the point where I'm at, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I don't suppose you're a Simpsons watcher. Yeah, I've I've watched a few. Okay, do, do you know the episode Itching, Scratching, Poochie? Where they introduce the new dog character, Poochie, to the Itching, Scratchy sort of Tom and Jerry rip-off show. Uh, no, but I, I mean, I probably have seen it, but go ahead. Go, go on for our right, So they introduce this really annoying Poochie character, and then with the, the sort of creative are sitting around deciding, you know, how they're going to do it. And then the, the one quote that sticks in my head is, um, all the characters should be talking about Poochie. Even if Poochie's not on screen, all the characters should be asking, where's Poochie? This is what, what has been transferred to New Japan with House of Torture. Yeah. Anytime, even, even when House of Torture are not on screen, all the other factions and wrestlers should be asking, where's House of Torture? Because <laughs> it's just sort of, it's permeating the whole product right now. It was definitely had its muddy paw prints all over last night's show. Um, <laughs> classic catches. Can we restart NXT Japan so Dick Togo can be the trainer and leave New Japan with his BS interference ideas? Steel O'Neill says, please do some Viagra partnerships because House of Torture might have permanently limped by NJPW boner. <laughs> and uh, Antonio says, happy for Hiromu Goto Yoshihashi, but sorry, I'm repeating this question all over. Why is Dick Togo still employed by New Japan? Yeah. Seriously, like, why you? they didn't fire the guy, he's an atrocious booker, aka Japanese Vince Russo. Like seriously, wow. the guy, he's literally killing the company. This, this <laughs> is one what? message of three. Nobody calls him. He's literally killing ideas. someone. <laughs> my question is this: Who had the idea to bring this guy to help the promotions creative? And why NJPW hasn't fired him yet, despite fans wanting him out? Like with Portugal national team that we want our coach because of his bad tactics in coaching. That's message two of three. Oh, Yet the Portuguese Federation doesn't want to sack him like NJPW so far with Dick Togo. Just why? What's the scoop there? That's my question. Please just answer it for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio, 
Please. He should have his own podcast. This is, this is a family friendly show. <laughs> What's the language? Really, please. It's potty mouth. Uh, Antonio should have his own fucking podcast. I think everyone is in agreement with that, right? Uh, look, okay, actually, actually, I've changed my mind. Can, can I just press pause on the dictator house of torture thing? I just, I did briefly because it'll get lost otherwise. Uh, Tokyo Sports Awards. Did you see the Tokyo Sports Awards? No, I did not. Well, obviously, you know, we, we know they're heavily kayfabed and politicized. And yes. Too much you can read into them. Shingo won the, the best wrestler. Tag team was Dangerous Techers. The Technique Award was Great Okan. I think that was it for the New Japan Awards. So personally, I mean, you know, I, it's not like you can say, well, this means they're the best tag team. This means this is the best technical wrestler. But I think it's nice for wrestlers like Shingo and Taichi and Okan to get some Acknowledgement, a little feather in their cap for years. I think of all three of them have had really good years. Yeah, they have had a good year and they've had years of good years. Um, and and look, I know people will complain and and again, the, the biggest stage might not be the best stage, but it's the biggest stage. And if you perform well on a big stage, you're going to get more eyeballs and in and, and, and an awards like that. It, it, I'm sure it helps. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's political strings being pulled and all that shit but okay very nice um i i look i don't know what the benefit is of the direction that they're going and and i'm sorry the the i don't i don't see one positive coming from it and if joel if you can help me with that I'm, I'm all ears. I just don't see what the upside is of of the involvement. And again, everybody's pointing fingers at at Dick Togo, right? Um, and again, stuff gets leaked out and stuff gets chitter chatted to us and chitter chattered to other people, and that gets filtered down to us and vice versa. He is the common denominator in this, right? And all the chitter chatter. Like, they have to know, right? Like, they, they have to they have to realize what's happening here. Like, the absolute erosion of the North American fan base. And, and again, they're not... And I will say this as well. Not only the North American fan base, but even the Japanese fan base. And, and here's why I say that. Small sample size very small sample size, but there are passionate new Japan fans that we are in contact with that live in Japan. I don't, I don't, I, I feel like they are so disconnected from this product right now that I don't even think I could have a normal conversation with them about the product because they're so disconnected from it. Like they have no idea because they've just fucking threw their hands in the air and they're like, I I can't even watch this shit. I, uh, who is this for? Who? That's my question. Who is this for, Joel? Dick Togo and his buddies. I think <laughs> that seems to be the answer. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Because he, this this show was so strange because you had it all laid out. Before the intermission, you had the big Shibata announcement, which, of course, we're going to talk about. And I think that brought back a lot of 
lapsed fans who thought, oh, yeah, well, Chivas is coming back. I'm about to check out the rest of the show. And by the end of it, they're probably thinking, uh, you know what, I'm good. Yeah. The most, the, uh, look, everybody, the, the, the thing that everyone was talking about was Shibata, right? And that's scary to me because you're talking about a guy who hasn't been in a New Japan ring in years, right? You're talking about a guy who's, Best match was his last match, but that was quite a while ago. And no one is talking about what is currently happening. Like every bit of excitement was a guy getting in the ring in a suit saying, I'm going to wrestle in January. That yeah, is and like everything else that's been teased or, or booked or hitting out for Wrestle Kingdom, just ice cold. Yep. Absolutely. Ice cold. No one gives a shit. This is the least excited I've been for Wrestle Kingdom ever. Oh, my God. I'm not waking up early for this. Are you waiting? Yeah, no. I, I've got the day off. I'm just going to still be on holiday. I'm not fucking watching it live. No way Stick am I watching this live? Before I go to bed. Are you fucking and kidding me? No way am I waking it, up. Two o'clock in the morning? No way. We're going to get a lot of people watching it for Shibata's involvement. And if they don't put their best foot forward on the show, and if it's full of the bullshit that we saw yesterday, then people are just going to tune out again. And, you, you know, you have certain expectations in New Japan. Of course, there's always been heel interference sure. it's always been there but when it is so just it's permeated the entire card like the, the top two matches the the two tournament finals yep. had house of torture interference and i don't think it's an unreasonable expectation to be okay you know if you, you want to have your, your heel stuff now and then for the odd filler defense or you know one match on a, a g1 card or you know something in the, the middle of the card but in your World Tag League final and the best of the Super Juniors final, a, a, a tournament final that personally I think should be free of that kind of stuff, then you got to ask questions, don't you? There's a time and a place for that kind of stuff. And we've always said it. It's not our favorite thing, but we can understand and appreciate the fact that there is a time and a place for that in any pro wrestling. I mean, unless you're fucking, you know, rings or, you know, UWF and you're fucking Akira Maeda. Okay, great. But overall, there's a time and a place. That is not the time and the place. I, I hate to say it. And I know people be like, well, you don't like pro wrestling or that's pro wrestling. No, it's not. That doesn't have to be. Like, that's the beauty of pro wrestling. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that. And I just think that what you do is you just, you water down your your important things so much by doing that so consistently that people just tune out and that's what's happening. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm not getting what I want out of pro wrestling. I'm saying this because I'm passionate about this fucking product for more than half of my life. And it's a long life in case anybody didn't know. Uh, and I just see it just, I see people just jumping off the fucking boat, and I'm trying to say this is still a good boat. It's a good boat, and people are fucking. They got their life jackets on, swimming the shore, being like, "Toodaloo, damn it! Have fun on that fucking boat. I'm finding something else." And I'm like, All right. and then there's the two of us sitting there at a table with our recording equipment. Hello, welcome to the Sinking <laughs> Boat Podcast. <laughs> I know, and yet you wake up at five o'clock in the motherfucking morning to do a, you know, to do a show about that, and that's frustrating. Like that's because it doesn't have to be this way, and it is this way. 
and I don't see why it's this way. Nobody can convince me that it that it that this is the the best way to go. And you're right. I'm going into this Wrestle Kingdom like like normally this would be. All right, look again. Travel restrictions, blah blah blah, all that. But normally, you know, I would be kind of gearing up to fucking go. And even if I could go, there would be no way I would spend money on this. If there is no way, if there was like no COVID restrictions, you would be good. You would be there, Joel, right? No fucking way. No, no. I mean, the, the, the Shabbat thing kind of maybe, but then, you know, you watch the rest of the show and think, yeah, I'll just give it a miss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, look, I, I don't, I, I hate the fact that this is a completely negative podcast. At this point, but it, it's not. It's a completely honest because if you go into my fucking bar, there is a flag right on, right on one side is the motherfucking Toronto Maple Leafs who haven't done shit in forever, and on the other side is a flag of New Japan who haven't done shit in forever. <laughs> my bar is just be renamed. Haven't done shit in forever. Uh. I want it to be good. I want people to be excited about it. And I don't feel an obligation for me or this show or you, Joel, to be that. We should be responding to what they do. I don't need to sit here and convince people that something is fucking garbage. When we tried that, we we had an open mind back last year after Dominion when – Evil did his heel turn, Bullet Club Evil, and they started doing this stuff. Yeah, we tried. We gave it a fair chance. We tried. We tried to look for the positives. We're like, okay, it's something fresh. It's something new. But 18 months later, we got to say, nah, it's not, it's not working. People don't like it. People don't like it. That's the bottom line. And you can see that with ticket sales in the States. And and it's just not working. It's just not working. And And – I'm still not con- 100% convinced, Joel, that we're going to have a full a full roster at Wrestle Kingdoms. I, I, listen, let, let me put it this way. Just like you said that you were not convinced you were going to see your parents until they walked in the fu- front fucking door or out of the airport gate, until I see Jay White in a fucking Tokyo Dome or Will Ospreay or whomever, I'll, see, I'll believe it when I see it. Until then... We don't know what the fuck's going to happen. We don't know. And here's the thing, too. They don't know. They really don't know. They don't know. They have, I'm sure they have plan A, plan B, plan C. Okay. They don't know. Uh, What I do know is that it has gotten to the point where the influence, and again, however it is, it is portioned out. If he has a lot of control and a lot of say or, some say, or he's got naked pictures of somebody's fucking wife. I don't know. But what I do know is that the end result, what is what is fed through the meat grinder, and what is placed on the outside on a fucking hamburger bun, it is a patty of shit. That is what we are dining on. A patty of shit. That is what's coming out. They have to fix it. They have to fix it quickly because if they don't, if if this Wrestle Kingdom is not a hard reset, Joel, they're in trouble. 
They are in deep fucking trouble. And remember I say the biggest buzz is Shibata, right? That's the biggest. That's what people are fucking like clinging on to. And the excitement of seeing him in the ring and the announcement, boom, him, him coming back on a big stage. Everyone's fucking juiced up. Everyone's pumped up. Now, what does it remind me of, Joe? It reminds me of fucking WWE, where people get excited about the return of The Rock or the return of John Cena or the return of this guy or Stone Cold's here or Ric Flair or blah, blah, blah. And nobody gives a shit about the current roster. And I'm not saying that nobody gives a shit because there are people, I'm sure, that, oh, they love yo. Okay, great. They love you. Uh, and there are people that love evil. All right. You love evil. I'm saying the general masses. They care about Shibata right now. That's what they're that's what they're excited about. Everything else. I don't even I don't even think a lot of people even know what the current what the current storylines are. Like 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 if I if I if I took seven people up. You know, they say, oh, are you a fan of pro wrestling? Yeah. Well, what's your favorite promotion? Oh, oh New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, really great. Uh, who's the current never six-man tag team champions? Uh, who's the never champion? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, they, they're lost. They're lost. All right. I, I mean, look, where, where do you want to go on the sinking ship, Joel? <laughs> Well, I'm trying to find the results. They haven't even put them on the fucking New Japan website. So. What the fuck? <laughs> no. Okay, well, let's talk about the main event, the Best of the Super Juniors final, oh. which was uh, Hiromu defeating Sho. Yeah, uh, no, and no, no. I think this... Oh, uh-huh. sorry. Hiromu <laughs> defeating Sho. <laughs> <laughs> this is what New Japan's done to my brain. And, and I think this is sort of a good case in point, really, for the product as a whole, because, you know, with the limited roster, fine. I mean, that's out of their hands. But there's enough talent there for them to put on great shows and make new stars. Right. And we should be coming away from this match talking about Yo, who I thought was outstanding. I thought it was his best ever performance. And it, it should have been, it could have been a star-making performance. But because I thought the, the, the second part of the match between Hiromu and Yo, I thought was excellent. Really, really exciting. I like the first half as well. I know some people are not so keen on that. But instead, me and you and everyone else is going to come away from this Best of the Super Juniors final. We're not talking about Hiromu and Yo. We're going to be talking about House of Torture and Show. Because for the life of me, I just I do not understand why they thought that was a good idea to put that in the middle of it. Now, I could be on an island here. Hey, guys, it's me, Jam says. Is it me coincidence that Yo Hiromu only got good after Show's interference? Or do we have Show to thank for making the match good in the first place? Dave said, can I change my match of the year vote to Hiromu versus Yo, please, despite the house of trash horseshit? So opinions are divide, divided on that. Personally, I thought it ground the entire match to a halt. I thought it was stupid. I thought it distracted away from the, the two people you want to be focusing on. This should have been all about Yo, in spite of his defeat. But it wasn't. And, you know, having uh, Goto and Yoshihashi come out and uh, Shingo and Naito coming out, like like the parents. Right. <laughs> you know, Hiromu and Yo's mum and dad coming out like to, to watch and cheer them on from the side after the show interference. And, and when show did that bit in the middle of the match, it, it seemed to me that no one in the arena gave a shit. It was just, you could have heard a pin drop in there. I don't think they liked it. I mean, when there's something shocking or heelish, you usually hear... Even with the clap crowds, there is some sort of response there. It was just nothing. Yeah. And 
I think if you take that out of the match, I think it's a fucking good match. Right. And a, a match of the year candidate, honestly. And I was so impressed by Yo. And again, we should be talking about Yo for 15 minutes and how great he was. But we're not. We're talking about bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, and and it's, it's sad to say that it, the match, to me, really was ruined. Um, we should be talking about Yo. And we should be talking about how great the and maybe we, maybe we should maybe we should just focus on that because but it's hard to do it's it's very hard to do because like you I was it it, it was so unnecessary and so unneeded to me like like what did it what did it what, what did anybody gain from that that he, that Yo was able to ward off others to continue on in the match. But he attacked Hiromu as well. Right. It wasn't like it gave him, Yo, a disadvantage. And I get, okay, maybe they're trying to set something up between Sho and Yo for rescue. We do that after the match. Right. Do or do it during their match. The Super Juniors final. Yeah. That's the one match that a lot of casual fans look forward to and tune into in the year. Last year, it was my match of the year. Most years, best of the Super Juniors final is a match of the year candidate. This should be. I'll say it again. If you take that out, it's a brilliant match. But yeah. why? Why do they keep doing it, Damon? I don't like it. I want it to stop. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. He spent 20 minutes asking the question. I don't know so why. someone, write in. Give me a good reason. Try and a good reason. me that. Yeah, I, that, I don't think why they is. had to do that in the middle of a final. I don't think there is one. I don't. I mean, there, there's none. Because here's the thing. But for every reason you can give me, I can give you three points where uh, that's – no. You could, we've could, we could have gone a completely different direction direction and everyone could have i don't know i I, like you know who it helps it helps i don't even i was gonna say it helps house of torture i don't even think this helps house of torture how does this help them like okay we're gonna make them more heels we get it like well here's the thing we get it and no one cares like, so now you're just constantly doing this thing over and over again. We still don't care. Like, like you could have dropped, they could have fucking dropped Hiromo and, and Yo from, from the balcony. And we still wouldn't care about House of Torture. I don't, I don't get it. And I, I'm, I'm talking about the masses don't care. Again, I'm sure there are people that you you play back the video and be like, well, that person's wearing a House of Torture t-shirt. Okay, great. I'm talking about the, the entire sample size of New Japan fans. Don't give a fuck. And yet they continue to do this. And not only, again, not only continue to do it, Joel, they do it in the most like inappropriate spots and they do it consistently. <sighs> Why? I agree with what you said, Ernie. I think maybe we should try and compartmentalize that. And what did you think of the non-House of Torture parts of the match? I told you. I think we should focus on that. Like, Talk to me a bit about Yo's performance here. Great. I thought it was his, Name me a better Yo match. Well, I don't think there is one. And that's... I mean, no. the ceiling was low, but okay. You got to start somewhere. That was, that was the best match. Without question. Um... I don't know if I would go so far as to say, like, if I, again, if I took out that chunk, 
I don't know if I'm going to go so far as to say it was one of my favorite, like top five best of the Super Junior matches. I want to go that that far. Um, I could be, oh, oh, because of the sample size, and I always say sample size a lot today. But you know, you go through the entire history of that tournament. You have some of the best matches of all time going through the history of that tournament. And, and maybe I, I hate to go back to it. I'm sorry, but I apologize. But that's another reason why I fucking hated what I saw. But okay, great. Um, I'm I, I, it's top ten. I don't know. That's a, there's a there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of fu- there's a lot of matches and a lot of pro wrestlers in that top ten for best of the super junior. I don't think it makes my top 10. I thought the match was very good. I thought it was great at, at certain points. I don't I don't think this is a top 10 best of the Super Juniors match. Final. I don't think this is a top 10. I mean, seriously. Or, is this, are you putting this up there with, like, Kushida matches? Are you putting no, this up probably here? Probably not. I mean, yeah. does, does it have a chance of sneaking into your top 10 for this year, for 2021? Yeah, yeah, for this year? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it may be toward the bottom of the list. Yes, yes. Um, but if I'm judging, and again, maybe that's an unfair judge to, to rank it against other finals because other finals had the the you know the benefit of you know noisy crowds, all that stuff. Um, so maybe that's a little bit unfair. But even in ring, I don't know. Even like stuff with Ricochet and Otani and Liger, of course, and you know, there's a lot of fucking great final matches. That I don't I don't think this makes my top ten. Where does it leave Yo in your mind? Does it sort of elevated him for you? No. You excited to see him? No. No, I mean I mean he had a great match. He had a great match. Okay. Again, I said it last week. It doesn't mean anything at this point. Like what now? What for Yo? Right now, what do we do? Is is he just you know? What now? What? He had a great match. Absolutely. Can he have great matches? Yeah, I think we all knew he could from the jump. We just we were just waiting for it. Uh, but does this does this like make me want to tune in to see Yo? No, no, it doesn't. I that doesn't make me want to. It, here's what it does. It doesn't make me want to fast forward. But it's not like I'm running out and buying a fucking Yo T-shirt. That's for sure. It was a good match. Very good match. And how are you feeling about Hiromu? Does him winning this tournament excite you? Are oh. you cheering for Hiromu thinking, yeah, you know, Hiromu's back, he's making his big comeback, or is it feeling a bit tired at the moment? He is the top dog in that in that division. I mean, I don't think anybody would dispute that. I no, I don't think it feels tired. Yeah, no. The, the reason I say that, just yep. to, to give, I'm not saying that's the way I feel, but I've had, have heard people saying, you know, this is the third time we've seen the big sort of comeback story from him. So maybe it's getting a bit played out at this point. I don't know. I, I kind of feel that Hiromi would benefit from having some fresh blood in the junior division, like a, a dom- basically someone like the, the effect Shingo had when he joined the junior division, a, a, a dominant junior heavyweight wrestler who can basically tear through the division and just be a foil for Hiromu because it feels like Hiromu's just beating everybody at this point. Yeah, because everyone feels like a bottom feeder. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it's it's Hiromu and even Despi 
um, and even a little bit, a little bit Robbie Eagles. They like they like they trying with Robbie Eagles, but you know this is a Hiromu division, and I, look, the, I've always said the hardest part is taking a guy that's that establishes who he is and then try to push him to make him a star, to make him bigger than what he is. And it's a lot easier to do that with someone new, fresh, boom, start with a clean slate. And just like you said, mows through, and then you have a true rival for a certain length of time. Um, I don't know where you get that. Like, to me, to do that, Joel, you need to cherry pick from a from another promotion in Japan. I know he, he's probably going to be positioned as a heavyweight. I'm sure he will be, but Buddy Matthews, I think, would be someone like him. Okay, but how you get him in here? And is he going to stay? Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you flat out who I would rather have. I'd rather have Dragon Lee or Rio Lee. Straight up, would you would you rather have Buddy Matthews or or Dragon Lee? Uh, really, yeah, I think he's yeah. the better wrestler. I, I would take him in a heartbeat. The, again, there's. I think. I think the juniors, talking pro wrestling, pro wrestling wide, has more opportunity for a fresh face. I, I mean, Joel, would you be upset again, taking everything out of the equation that could go wrong and issues and all that? Leo Rush. I would love to see him in the New Japan Junior Division. I don't think he is the guy to be that dominant force, though. Okay, uh, but it's, uh, is it an option? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm sure he would love to get involved. Okay. Uh, so, I, to me, Juniors feels a little bit more. There's a little bit more options. The problem is, is that you can't. We can't get anybody in, and we get that. My idea of poaching and i know that we don't necessarily like doing that but if you if you if we remember back with ishimori when he came in that was a nice little jump start that was a nice little jump start um i i don't think it's going to be elp i don't think you can do that i think i i honestly think i i loved your idea of, of turning him heavy um i think robbie eagles is a, is a a good pick in the sense of uh, I like him as a wrestler, but I just think that we've we've seen that already. We've been we've been kind of to this, I think, to a certain to a certain degree. Um, I think Despy. I think that time has passed. Um, Kanemaru, you're not going to do that, right? Maybe for a cup of coffee, but that's about it. Who else? Yo, show. Come on. I think you need you need fresh blood, and that's. But here's the thing: you could say that for everyone. You could say that for the heavyweight division, right? Like a like a like a big name walking in. I mean, that's why I think everybody kind of pumped up for the Noah situation. You know, people are kind of excited just to see some fucking fresh matchups. Yeah, I, th- I think people seem more excited for that show than the other two Wrestle Kingdom shows. Yeah, and again, the reason being is because finally, you know, to see the same fucking shit I've been force fed for two years. And oh, Joel, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it into the universe. I hope it doesn't bite me in the ass. The likelihood of House of Torture bullshit 
I think is low on that Noah show. Like, there's no way that they'd pull any shenanigans on that fucking show, right? That is not a show that you pull shenanigans on. Now, you would think Best of the Super Juniors finals, World Tag, you would think that would be the same. That Noah show has a minimal. If they pulled bullshit on that show, I'll tell you flat out I'm done. I will I will hang up that fucking microphone. Cause because wh- where wh- what else what else could they fucking mess with? If there's House of Torture, I'll say it right here. I'm gonna say it right here and now, Joel. As the horns go off in the neighborhood. <laughs> if there is House of Torture involvement in the main event of that show, I am done. You'll never hear from me again. I am finished. New Japan writing down quickly. Get get them booked. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually got some of the exclusive Voices of Wrestling inside info on this uh, run-in. Do you want to hear it? Okay, so I I, I don't want to steal their stuff. I mean, go subscribe Voices of Wrestling on Patreon. There's very good info here. So apparently show's run-in was uh, a last-minute call. In the match, so Dick Togo's original pitch was for a post-match beatdown of both Hiromu and Yo, and the idea for that was to build excitement for a House of Torture Chaos feud that will <laughs> bleed into 2022, include multiple Wrestle Kingdom matches. Uh, Ghetto rejected this; he wanted Hiromu to stand tall at the end of the show as a tournament winner. Yeah. So instead, they booked Show to do the run-in following ref bump. With Okay, so yeah, that's that's when they moved it to the World Tag League final. Why uh, is there Togo's- a compromise? <laughs> why why are we compromising here? Like, what is what does Dick Togo have over somebody that there even has to be a compromise where they have to sit down and Gato's got to be like, all right, well, listen, we're not going to do this, but we'll, how about this? Can we do this? Uh, uh, and then whisper. Oh, oh, this is, oh, no, this oh, is juicy. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Mister. There's juicy stuff here. So, okay, so this Togo's second pitch was show to attack and out both Hiromu and Yo during the match. Ghetto didn't greenlight that plan until the day of the show. Uh, Jado pulled the wrestlers aside to inform them of the changes while the show was already underway. <laughs> Hiromu was said to be furious, went directly to Ghetto to lobby to have the spot removed. Ghetto refused. Should be noted that show and others, notably Shingo, have been successful in the past in lobbying Ghetto to remove or adjust house of torture spots. So Hiromu going over Togo's head would not be considered unusual or insubordinate. Uh-huh. What do you think of that? So again, just to clarify, according to the, our good friends at Voices of Wrestling flagship, right? Their Patreon. And again, subscribe. That's that's good, good, good stuff. Good, great job by them. Excellent job by them, uh, as always, but but even more so. Excellent job. Um, Hiromu, show's going on. Hiromu gets gets word of this, a little whisper from from someone, goes and says, this is bullshit, which is rightfully so. You're taking the shine off of him. Okay, great. I want this off. The, I, want, I, I don't want this involved in the match. What are you doing? This is nonsense. Ghetto says, nope, we're, we're going to do it. Wow. Wow. Now, look, I'm not saying what, what Voices of Wrestling is saying is 100% accurate. What I'm saying is, is that they are relaying the information that they got from reliable people that that was the case. Wow. I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you what, it's kind of a healthy wrestling promotion when you got one of your top stars furious <laughs> about changes going, to, going over people's heads. And Yujiro not Takahashi even, in the tournament final. Yeah, and not even, like, this is during the show. You know, this is not even, like, before the show, right? Wow. That's fucked up. Look, I, in, in pro wrestling, especially, you know, when the spotlight gets a little bit brighter, you, you do see that. You do, you, you know, people don't always like finishes. People don't like to put somebody else over, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that's something. That's something. What in God's name? As quickly as this has become, the power struggle within New Japan with Dick Togo. That is the story of the past two years. Like how quickly he has positioned himself in this company. And in my eyes, and from what it sounds like, in a lot of the wrestlers' eyes, not for the benefit of the company. So now again, I have to question, why is this? Like, if they said, Dick Togo, uh, here's your stuff. Here's a box. Thanks for all your work for these past couple of years, but we're going we're gonna to let you go. Thanks for all your work. We wish you well on your future endeavors. We've heard that before. What would what like what would be the like what would be the ramification? Like, would there be like a downward spiral in New Japan Pro Wrestling at that point? <laughs> right? No. Like what? Like like it would be like if Okada did the same. Do you feel like there would be ramifications that would be felt for years in New Japan Pro Wrestling? I do. If Tanahashi did that, I think there would be. If Shingo did that. Abushi, uh, whoever, you would feel that. Dick Togo saying, if we didn't see Dick Togo anymore, what we what would we lose? Apparently, the 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 idea of a Noah partnership or working arrangement. I'd be okay with that. If if the if the trade off was we don't get the Noah show, which I'm looking forward to. And we don't get a working relationship because, to me, that's really been the benefit so far of this relationship with Dick Togo. We don't have the Noah show. In return, we don't. Dick Togo has left, and he's going to go on the grimy indie scene and wrestle at Shinjuku face for the rest of his fucking life. Would we give a shit? I would drive him there. I would drive him there. I'll pay somebody in Japan to drive him there. How about that? I'll fucking PayPal you the money. Venmo, whatever the fuck you want. That's right. I'm talking to you, Fraser. <laughs> Get your car. Drive him. Drive him to Shinjuku face. And wrestle in that fucking barn. That fire hazard. That place is a fucking fire hazard. I'm telling you. They cram people in that joint and 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 it's nothing but wood. It's like it's like wrestling in a fucking home depot. Lumberyard. Why am I complaining about Shinjuku Fate? Of all places. <laughs> it's a nice place. Right. We're in, our, we're in our room. We should probably talk about some of these other matches. Oh. Uh, World Tag League final was Yoshiashi and Goto defeating Yujiro and Evil. 
I mean, I'm happy for Yoshi and Goto. They're a, a decent team. I like their matches. I like them. I think both guys have worked really hard in the tag division this year, both this and the Never Six Man division. So I think it, it's nice to see them happy. But, you know, was it a, a great classic final? Not really. I mean, the, the first half I found pretty dull. I Actually, I thought from basically the Ishii running onwards, then I was into it and I thought it was quite exciting and I was enjoying it. But I think this is just sort of emblematic of the, the depleted roster at the moment, the fact that this was the best that they could do for the World Tag League Tournament Final, which, you know, let's be fair, World Tag League is not some sacrosanct, star-studded lineup. You know, we've had... Hornema. Right, exactly. <laughs> You know, Maccabe Homer against Gurinus Sadestic, which is actually a very good match. But yeah, I mean, Myra Viper says, is Yoshihashi finally getting his moments at Wrestle Kingdom? There's that. I mean, if you're a Yoshihashi fan, you can look forward to that. Oh God, are we talking like it's fucking Daniel Bryan? <laughs> what did you think of the match? It's fine. You know, it's fine. Look, Yoshihashi and Goto are, are a good tag team. And, and to me, they're, you know, with Ishii, they're even better six-man. And I know people want to hang their hat on that for this decision. And, okay, fair enough. But know that, like, six-man tags, you can hide a lot of fucking shit. You can – and, again, they're, they're going long and everybody's doing their part. Don't get me wrong. But it makes it a little bit – I don't want to uh, – a little easier for, for the strengths to be uh, at the surface and weaknesses to be hidden. There's no doubt about it. Um, and that's not to say that the, the, that Goto and, and and Yoshihashi on their own are 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 weak link. They're fine. It, this goes back to I, they had better options in my mind. In in my eyes, they just they just did. They got <sighs> Yoshihashi Joel or Hanare. Flat up, who are you taking? Uh, Hinari, just for the right. freshness. And this is what we talked about earlier. They were some interesting options for this World Tag League and for the final. <laughs> they picked none of them. And I like Yoshihashi Gota. I keep saying it, but do they excite me? No. no. Would Hinari and Okada excite me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can't believe Naito and Sonata. That, that shocked me more than anything else. Uh, look, I, I feel like you want to, you, you talk about Dick Togo influence. You think Hanari's loving this? This house of torture shit where every fucking turn where he's supposed to. All right, this is it. This is this is the Hanare time. This is the great Okan. This is, this is the time as the beefy tag team. Here we go. Let's let's do this. Whoop. Stop dead in his tracks. Who's doing the run ins? House of torture. House torches everywhere. You, you think you think Hanari's loving this one? <laughs> Hanari's about ready to rip somebody's fucking head off, I think. Oh, Lord. Oh. What I I'm I'm I know I keep going back to it, Joe. I'm just marveled at what kind of stroke this fucking guy has right now. Unbelievable. Okay, sixth match was uh, Robbie Eagles and Kazuchika Okada against Bushi and Shingo. Did this uh, get your juices flowing for the January fourth main event? It didn't, but um, I will say that I do like. I, I there is something pleasing to me when um, 
you get the junior tag, or just not the junior tag, the, the the junior heavyweight champion and, and the heavyweight champion tagging. I kind of like that dynamic. I really do. Uh, I think they made a good team. I liked it. Uh, no, I mean, pff, look, until we get a lineup for Wrestle Kingdom and we see what's what what they're going to go with, and that should be relatively soon, don't you think? That's got to be right around the corner. I mean, it's it's December fifteenth. We don't have a card. We have some matches, right? But we don't have a card. Uh, until that happens, Joel, and they got to really find something. Here's the problem. They, I don't think they know right now. I, again, I think they have three or four options on the table in their little notebook, but they, I really don't know what they – I don't think they know what they, they're going to do. And my fear is is that it's going to be a lot of what you described and what Voices of Wrestling – Voices Wrestling, um, their uh, Patreon. I, that's that's what I feel like we're going to see a lot of. I got a strange feeling. All right, fifth match was uh, Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb against Sanada and Tetsuya Naito. And it seems the direction is uh, Naito-Jeff Cobb at Wrestle Kingdom, which I'm really into. I thought it was going to be the G1 final. Yeah. Um, but I'm, yeah, excited. I mean, they've wrestled before in, in the G1 previously, but... This is a new and improved Jeff Cobb. I'm interested to see Naito in singles action following his injury. You know, can he get back to something resembling his best? So, yeah, that is a match, actually. If it is booked for Wrestle Kingdom, that I'd be looking forward to. Yeah. Jeff Cobb. I, I, this is a guy that, again, most improved is going to be in the running, no doubt. I wish they would go all in on him. I wish that he would just be a monster, destroy people, just just destroy people. Like like he's that way now. I wanted to be up another notch. If they do that match at Wrestle Kingdom, he's got to go over, right? I hope so. I mean, I agree with you. I think he's a guy who should be. He deserves a title run. He should have a dominant heel title run. He should be the guy that everyone else is trying to be. He should have should have gone nine and zero in the, the G one climax, made it all the way to the final. Probably should have won the whole thing. Yeah, because uh, he's one one of the few uh, bright spots, I think, <laughs> in this this calendar year. Yep. So, but yeah, again, winning, he's, sure. in, he's in the wrong faction, Joel. He's in the wrong faction. Right, let's let's set it right now, <clears throat> as we sit here, December fifteenth for me, December sixteenth for you. Who's going to have a better 2022? And what I mean better, more spotlight matches, bigger spotlight matches, top of the card, bigger push, whatever you want to call it. Jeff Cobb, evil. Well, <laughs> given, all you, evil. given all the information that you have at your disposal. Yeah, it's, it's going to be evil. I know. This is going to be, 2022 is going to be the year of evil and show. Holy fucking shit. Are we, are we are, 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 seriously, are we ready for that? Are we really going to do that? Whew, wee. All right. All right. Next match then. Uh, this was eight man tag. Uh, Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, Tangaloa Tamatonga against Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, Hiroshi Tenzan, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I fast forward. I did. I fast forward. I didn't. Uh, okay, well, I mean, this one, all I can say, Chase Owens has definitely lost his claim at US title shot. He's been pinned twice by Tanahashi, and uh, Kenta 
had a little video thing afterwards where he has invited Tanahashi to wrestle for the US title in a no DQ match. So, I mean, Kenta versus Tanahashi has been done to death. Um, I don't think anyone's looking forward to another Kenta Tanahashi match. But with the added no DQ step, two thoughts on this. One, is this a, a, a nod towards Tanahashi's decreasing mobility? And is this something that you're interested in? Um, you're right. We have seen this a, a, a bunch. A no DQ match. Do you really think it's going to be that much different than any other Tanahashi match that we've seen in the past year? It's going to be full death match. Tanahashi is going to get out <laughs> the light tubes, scissors, the whole fucking lot. Uh, that, now that would be something. I would pay money to see that. Death match Tanahashi. That's the name of my new band, by the way. Deathmatch Tanahashi. I think Escape the Box should change the name to Deathmatch Tanahashi. Let's see if Dan listens all the way through when he edits and sees if he hears that guy. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he puts something up on our WhatsApp, uh, then we'll know. But we're what, one, one hour and one minute in. All right. Um, yeah, I, it, it'll be fine. But I, again, I, don't, I, I really don't see how the no D. Look, what? We're going to see a couple chairs? You know what I mean? That we already see anyway. That half the refs just fucking ignore anyway. Okay. Like we're not going to see anything crazy, right? We're not going to we're not going to brawl in the crowd. We're not going to we're not going to have any weird weapons. We're not going to take any dangerous bumps. Tanahashi takes a bump off the fucking balcony or something. <laughs> That'd be great. Ah, uh, it's just. Again, no DQ. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? All right. Cool. Next. The Shibata announcement. So he he came to the ring. He said he's going to have a match on January 4th. And everyone's excited about that. So I suppose the big question is, who do you think he will be wrestling? I thought maybe Great O'Khan might be a a nice opponent for him if he's sort of leaning into that more sort of grapple-heavy style. Uh, David says, how regularly do you think Shibata will wrestle after Wrestle Kingdom, and what impact will his comeback have on the LA Dojo? So, thoughts on Shibata, please? I think it will be someone from the LA Dojo. What do you think of that? That's who we wrestle. You think he'll be wrestling someone from the LA Dojo, or someone from the LA Dojo will take over the LA Dojo? Both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, both, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be somebody from the LA Dojo. I mean, oh, so Alex Coglin, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, I, I to me that would be make sense, wouldn't it? I mean, how you what are you gonna do? You gonna, I mean, unless it's Kenta, and what are you gonna do? Where are you gonna where, where are you dropping him? That would make sense. I don't think he's doing both nights either. I think he would probably do just one night. Um, I, 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 I'm not that I've heard anything, but. I'll bet I'll bet a glazed donut that it's fucking somebody from the dojo. See people saying things like, "Oh, maybe it'll be Ishii." What, you you want to do shoot headbutts <laughs> in the Tokyo Dome again? I mean, that'd be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're coming back, let's come back in style. But I think, yeah, I think people are, and I could be dead wrong, but I think people are missing the boat on that one. Um, I think, yeah. I here's the thing. Why? You know what I mean? Why would you put him in the ring with Ishii when you could put him in the ring with Carl Fredericks or Alex Hoglin or um you know, pick pick your dojo guy. Um I think that would just make more sense, right? 
yes, the idea of him coming back against Ishii or coming back against, you know, fucking Cobb or coming back against even doing it again with Zach, I would have no problem with. But I don't know. I just don't I don't see that in the cards. I don't know. I just I think people are going to, you know, I joked about it being like Captain New Japan or fucking the returning Doc Gallows or fucking, you know, whatever. I joked about it. But but I'm fearful that people are going to be pretty disappointed when they find out who this guy is that he's wrestling. Because uh, I don't think it's going to be like Ishii or, you know, that. You're not going to see that. I, 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 I would be shocked if, if that did happen. Third match was Wato, Honma, Makabe, Yano against Kanemaru, Desperado, Zack, and Taichi. Makabe, <laughs> so Chris Samson did, did the maths and worked out how much ring time Makabe's had compared to Honma. Yeah. <laughs> Makabe's got like less than half of the ring time of Honma. He's in the ring for like 30 seconds, then he's tagging out again. And just he's a pro. Yelling from the ring open. <laughs> he's a fucking pro is what he is. Smartest guy in that fucking ring is what he is. Yeah, in and out. Uh, the other notable thing from this is Kanemaru wants to have a shot at Yano's KOPW, and that will be on one of these Road to Tokyo Dome shows. That's not going to be at Wrestle Kingdom because, as everyone knows, uh, you've got to have the KOPW before the end of the calendar year in order yeah. to be considered the uh, king of pro wrestling for that given year. So expect to see something like that on one of these Road to shows, which I'm sure is going to get everyone chomping at the bit to see the, the action between them. Those are I, usually I pretty good, funny. though. Those, those last Corkin shows before the Dome. Those are usually pretty good. There usually is that main, one main event. I remember, what was it one year? Was it Kenny and Abushi? was it? Yeah, against, uh, I think, Osprey and Tanahashi. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty great. Um, so those, those, that should be nice. I'm, you know what I miss? I miss, I miss Dash. I miss the excitement of Cork and Hall, not knowing what the show was going to be, expecting big surprises, getting none of it. <laughs> I miss that. My one and only trip to Korakuen Hall. Was that Leave it? the memories alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. One time. Uh, okay. Second match was El Fantasma and Ishimori against Oiwa and Tiger Mask. I think people are gradually turning on El Fantasma and, and warming up to him, certainly on our Discord, which can be uh, quite a critical place at times. People are really warming up to El Fantasma. So I'll be very interested to see what his 2022 looks like because, uh, as I've said many times, I think there's... Uh, fertile grounds there for for something not necessarily pure babyface, but it's definitely working in the the tweener category as a bullet club seems to be moving. Uh, Caramel Honey B says, "What is in El Fantasmo's shoe?" That's a great question. So there's there's nothing in his shoe. I don't think it matters what's in his shoe. To be honest, I just think that it's the idea of having something in his shoe which is more powerful than than any weapon he could put in there. Well said. I don't think we'll ever find out what was in his shoe. I don't think there is a, a particular gimmick object that if he took it out, everyone would go, oh, well, that's a great payoff. Now we can see what the object is. Yeah. It's it's the concept yeah. rather than the, the actual thing. Itself. It's the new, you're not going to get the reference. Maybe you will. It's the new, uh, what was in Larry Zabisco's envelope. Huh? Come on. Help me out, old school pro wrestling look, look up that one. Yep. Well, educate me and tell me. Just yeah, give me the, in, in a nutshell. Uh, Larry Zabisco uh, came to uh, Crockett Promotions, NWA. Uh, I would say late 80s, like 88-ish, right? Uh, and was managed by Baby Doll. And he had this this envelope that he ca- carried around with him that apparently had either photographs or documents to indict somebody of something 
you know, that would cause waves in the wrestling world, and they just completely dropped the angle. Like, just they completely dropped the angle. It just went, it went into, it went into uh, space. And for weeks, they were, he was coming out with this fucking envelope. They just dropped it. So no one knows what was in that envelope. Thank you. And in terms of the See, junior, <laughs> the junior tag situation, it looks like we will be heading for a three-way with El Fantasma and Ishimori and the Flying Tigers, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask, who are the champions, and the mega coaches, because Taguchi had a bit of involvement and uh, said that's, well, hinted that Rocky was going to be involved. So, you know, usually I'm not into the three ways, but I actually think that could be a lot of fun with those six wrestlers involved. So yeah. I would be into that personally. Yeah, I got no problem with that. It's an undercardy thing. No problem. I was just thinking the other day, I mean, what do you think about a Taguchi heel turn? And him challenging uh, Harlan. No, you're not feeling it? All right. Well, people were thinking it was a heel turn. I don't think it was a heel turn. I think it was just him inserting himself into the, the title picture. But I don't know. I just I find him too entertaining and charming and lovable right. as this little the roguish scamp that he is right now. Right. <laughs> Slightly airs of being a, a little bit of a sex pest. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to lose that sex pest edge that he has. Um, okay, match one then was Doki, Taka, Michinoku, and Suzuki against Fujita, Nakashima, and Toguchi. I, I thought it was interesting that Doki was the one to get the win here. It, and it seems, I don't know, it's been trending this way for a while, that Suzuki is not the top guy in his own faction. Uh, Mark says, how close do you feel that we are to Taichi-gun? Suzuki feels like he's uh, on his way out of the company. Uh, he's, he's on and out the company run at the minute. Can I make a bold prediction? It's going to be announced, and I and again, this is my this is my off the top rumor. I'm going to start a rumor. So I have no facts. I have no basis for this. So please, when it when it happens, you know, this is not a pastrami sandwich. Let's put it that way. I think this is Suzuki's last Wrestle Kingdoms. What do you think would be an appropriate way for him to bow out? I think he announces it. I think it'll be announced sometime before Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know who, what, what match or what have you, but didn't that U.S. tour feel like a goodbye tour? Yeah, I mean, he did absolutely milk the territory dry, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it. Did, it did feel to me like that was a, without saying it, a thanks for everything, guys. See you on the flip side. So overall, it was a d- decent show. Fine, with a, a fine, fine show for 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 what was supposed to be an important show. A fine show. Yeah. Uh, Louis says, "How much of this show was Plan B matches being set up due to new travel restrictions?" Again, VOW had a little nugget there about Ibushi was supposed to be featured on the show, but they're still unsure about if he's going to make it in time for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Phil said, "I thought maybe we get a tease of Jay's involvement at Wrestle Kingdom, but it's got to be a no show now, right?" Um, if if I had to put money, I would say no Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. All right, you want to put money on it? I'll I'll bet uh, one American dollar that he will be there. I'll take those odds. And and if uh, so, if if he's there, you give me a dollar. If he's if he's not there, I'll give you fifty cents. How's that? 
pick money, Damon. I, don't I know. know if I can afford that. I know. I know. Listen, well, you're on a teacher's salary, so I'm trying to look out for you. All right, I'm going to send you something. I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> Let me know what you get. Okay. <laughs> chapping, chapping management <laughs> for immediate release. <laughs> Tokyo. The following statement was released today by Katsuri Shibata in response to the questions about his future career plans. I'm back. <laughs> chapping, chapping management. <laughs> Fucking Andrew Rich. Might be the greatest guy. <laughs> That's Andrew. Amazing. Andrew Rich is on me. Chapping, chapping management. <laughs> Andrew Rich, I love you so much. I, uh, if I ever see you again, I'm buying you a beer and we're making out. No doubt. I'm going to kiss you on the forehead, oh. whether you like it or not. No, I'm not going to do that. I would ask for permission first. All right, good. That's the way to be. Yes, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to be a pest, uh, speaking of sex pests. All right, let's quickly touch on New Japan Strong. I thought it was a really good episode, actually, Detonation, uh, last Saturday. So we had Jonathan Gresham defeating Gabriel Kidd, 30 minutes 47 via ground head scissors. Great to see Gabriel Kidd back in the ring. Uh, he's, I think he's officially graduated now, so he's no longer a young lion. So excited to see what the future holds for him. And, and always good to see more Jonathan Gresham in New Japan. I'm a big fan of his. I know he's got his own promotion that he's working on. Uh, Terminus, I think it's called, following uh, ROH being on ice at the very least for now. Um, second match, we had Osprey, TJP and Jeff Cobb defeating Cole Fredericks, Clark Connors and Ren Narita. So Cobb pinned Fredericks after 30 minutes, 24 seconds with the Tour of the Islands. I think this might be one of the best six-mans that they've done on Strong. It was just really cool seeing Osprey and Cobb in a tag team together. They both feel like you know proper heavyweight main event wrestlers to me at the moment. So seeing them together, they just they look really dominant. And I thought everyone had a chance to shine in this match. And it was really good stuff. Uh, the main event, Tomohiro Ishii defeating Brody King in 30 minutes, 37 seconds. Right. A vertical brain buster. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what, what you expected. Kept it. Nice and short, didn't you know? Stretch out for the sake of it, on account of it being a main event. Hope we see more Brody King in New Japan next year. And uh, yeah, Ishii with this uh, never open weight title. I'm not sure where it ends up. Some whispers that he might be defending it against Evil at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, maybe Ishii could drag Evil kicking and screaming to a, a vaguely entertaining match, but we'll see. So uh, overall, really good episode of Strong. I would recommend you check it out if you haven't already done so. I would agree. I would agree with that a thousand percent. That main event, I, I did see the main event, the Brody uh, King Ishii. I thought it was very good. He's one guy that I would love to see. Like, like he's got a lot of. I see him everywhere. It feels like. It feels like I see. Like he was on that last Ring of Honor show. I think he was, wasn't he? <clears throat> um, speaking of which, uh, how about that Ring of Honor? I mean, I'm, I don't know if you were covering that today, but that that's 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 pretty amazing shit. That not amazing shit. Sad shit to be quite frank. And uh, we're going to put that on pause. Well, that uh, is all. Apart from the Lamar Reynolds update, who is the new player that we're sponsoring, seeing as the other player uh, was recalled by his, his home club. So Lamar Reynolds got a goal at home to Braintree Saturday in a 2-2 draw and played a decent 90 minutes in the 2-1 Essex Senior Cup win at Dagenham and Redbridge last night. So Lamar Reynolds flying the flag for the Super J cast and getting a goal. Great stuff, Lamar. <coughs> Excellent. Way to go. I love it. So we get a little uh, we get a little bump. Did he mention us? Uh, yeah, I think after he scored his goal, he lifted up his sh- football shirt right. and underneath with a Super J-Cast shirt. <sighs> and then he ran to the camera and pointed at this and said, listen to this podcast. It's quite a good New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, although they can be quite annoying sometimes. And I actually prefer keeping it strong style. But 
<laughs> he, he didn't say that. I made that up. What did he say about keeping a strong style? He prefers keeping it strong. Oh, I'm sure he does. Everybody does. <laughs> Who doesn't? I, I prefer keeping a strong style to the show. You kidding me? Uh, Can you just pretend to be yep. keeping it strong style? <laughs> just like completely just change the name of the podcast, change the logo. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we will change we're it. keeping it strong yeah. style as well. <laughs> well, well. We'll call it keeping it strongy style. <laughs> like doggy style, strongy style. That's my, <laughs> pretty smart, right? I'm a marketing genius, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, me too. They they uh, they uh, uh, contacted me the other day. Did you know that? You want to? What do they want? You want Why do they never contact me? Because they know where it's at, man. They know. They know. Because <laughs> I suck. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if they have their number. Uh, they were asking about. Um, I'll pull back the curtain. I think I don't think it's anything because because you know uh, you're in the woods. If we were doing them, and I was like, I think we are. I said, I think we got to wait till. I think we're going to wait till the after uh, that World Tag League show. So um, they were like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. that'll be next week." I think we'll have we'll have that going on. What's that? The year end awards. We are doing it. We've got the short list. We just need to yeah, reach out to yeah. the right people and make it happen. Yeah, it'll it'll happen. Trust me, you'll have your say. Um, you can vent there, and uh, we'll definitely mail it to. Uh, Dick Chogo. <laughs> Give him the awards. Uh, well, look, I'm surprised your parents haven't made a cameo yet. I got a very tired and confused looking Esther wandering in about 10 minutes into the uh, pod, but now she's she's gone to mummy's bed. So we're in the clear. This has worked out pretty well. Nice. Good for you. I love it. Um, what else? What else we got on the docket? We good? You got to go to work? Yeah, I've got to get ready for work. Uh, Give it a bit more time next week. So I'm finished school at the end of this week. So I'll have three weeks off. Wow. Maybe dig into the backlog of questions and talk awards and preview Wrestle Kingdoms and all that. Oh, maybe we should reach out to Kevin. Yeah, we got to, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll uh, just send me dates that work best for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, that week, whatever it is. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to we gotta do our little traditional... Kevin Kevin is always great because here's the thing. There are plenty of times, and it really depends on what kind of mood he's in. Like there are times he just doesn't give a shit. And he just like some of the best shit comes from Kevin. And like it's funny how we do it. Like it'll be a little bit easier too this this year because we're using uh the Zencaster. But um yeah. Um we'll text back and forth and be like, oh my god, he's he's on fire. <laughs> He's great. So yeah, we got to make that the uh, the tr- the traditional Kevin Kelly show pre Wrestle Kingdom. Let's 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 get his temperature. Let's see how he's feeling uh, with all this nonsense that's going yeah, on. I'm there. excited for that because you know he don't hold if, back if and when when we ask Kevin Kelly, you know, what what do you think of this house and torch stuff? He's he's not going to hold back, is he? No, he doesn't. Well, here's the thing. Ah, you know what? I'm not even going to say. He fucking buries it on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Right, all right, right, right. I mean, he kind of like he 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 wears it on the sleeve, which is nice. All right, you get ready for work. Let's 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 wrap up this talk. Let's let's wrap up wrap up this negativity pony show, and uh, and uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. 
<laughs> great end. Great finish to the podcast. Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast. If you want to give us some Christmas money so I can Ooh. afford to buy some gifts for my children. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a link to the Discord, you can send me a DM on Twitter and I will share the link with you. A nude. <laughs> and you, yeah. uh, at Cobra Kawaii and ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash SuperJCast for our t-shirts. Big thanks to Editor Dan, who's on Twitter at LousyHero219. Uh-huh. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network for other great shows. Give us a five-state review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at SuperJCast. Thank you everyone for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.